Hey, thanks for being a part of the conversation. Let's do some pod crashing. Episode number 249 is with Bruce Bozzi from Table for Two. Good morning. How are you doing today, Bruce? I'm doing great, Al. How are you? Fantastic. I've been waiting to talk with you because you have a way of creating conversation. You don't interview people. You you just have this way of bringing out the humanism of, of some of the most creative people on the planet. Thank you. That means a lot to me. Thank you very much. It's 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 I love doing it. It's it's special. Who did you study to do this? Because, I mean, is this something that you did as you were growing up? You would watch your parents having conversations with people because this this is a natural flow. Um, I think it really was working for my family in the restaurant business. You know, I worked for 30 years Palm when my family was involved in that. And my great grandfather co-founded the, the uh, Palm restaurant. And I, you know, and I worked in every aspect of the restaurant. So it's all about people and it's all about hospitality. And it was all about, you know, working with, uh, the, the, not only the staff, but, you know, the uh, customers. And I I love people. And I think that was sort of getting uh, an education in um, conversation and the love of conversation. And that's really where it just birthed. Man, you just gave me the total vision of the experiences that I've had so many times at the Palm here in Charlotte. I mean, because it is about connection. It is about that conversation. And I have never been rushed in the Palm ever. And I, th- I think that inside my heart, I'm going, I'm, I'm in a place that, I, that, that you're, you're okay to feel incredible. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's, I love that. And, you know, Joey, who, you know, I, we're no longer with the Palm. Two years ago, uh, it, the, the whole thing just kind of went away in a in an in a unfortunate family um, uh, kind of blow up. But the, the we, we fundamentally understood culturally at the Palm. It grew for all those years based on relationships mm-hmm. and the relationships with like, with Joey, who who was running the the you know the palm there, or with the, the the customers, that's what it was all about. I mean, food is food, and you want you know you want food to be good. You know, you're coming in to like experience a good meal, high quality, and that was always where we set the bar. But at the end of the day, the relationships were the most important, and that and and I just. I, I think that was just a strength. And I think probably growing up um, in New York, just always around people and my uh, coming from an Italian-American family that was about, you know, whether we were laughing or screaming or crying at each other with all the passion, it was connection. Yeah, yeah. The, the podcast we're talking about is Table for Two. I, I just as, as a listener, because I believe totally in theater of the mind, and I think that's the reason why I love podcasting, is that I envision that you've got these microphones that just happen to be sitting on the table. They're, they're not visible, let's say, but they're, they're just there, and you just happen to catch real people moments. Com- completely. So the beauty of Table for Two is uh, it's very intimate. And that's very important to me that it's an intimate lunch with someone that wants to have lunch with me and I want to have lunch with them. And that makes it very special. So the microphones are no one else. There's, you know, no one else is around us and which lends itself for the to for the intimacy of the meal and the romance of the meal and for us to have a conversation and what inevitably happens if you and I think of it just like if you and I would have lunch or like I would we would go we would sit down I'd start to talk to you about something and you'd ask me a question and then it just it curves <laughs> and if you're if you're listening 
to somebody, you go, oh, wait, wait, what, what is, you know, what happened there? You know, if you're, and it was maybe not intended to even be spoken about. And that's kind of the beauty of it. And I think when people pull up a chair and listen to this podcast, it's really special for them to not only know what we're eating, but that they're really getting to know the person that they want to know more about. You know, you know what's going to happen here, Bruce, when people really start digging in and, and listening to each one of these episodes is the fact that they're, they're going to come with their cup of coffee. They're going to come with a little snack. They're going to come with food because, you know, to hear people having lunch or dinner, you got to participate. You've, you've just got to become a part of the program. Yeah. Well, that's the idea. I love that. Right. I always say like, you know, pull up, you know, grab a drink, get, get a salad, you know, what <laughs> we're all sort of having lunch and, you know, and then you sit and like, you know, recently, you know, Kate Hudson, uh, you know, I had lunch with Kate and she's the, it's going to drop soon one. Um, and, you know, just hearing her talk about growing up and hearing her talk about her mom and Kurt Russell and hearing her talk about um, Knives Out and how hard she works, she really like rallied to get that job. You know, you know, it's it's beautiful. You know, you're like so, and, and I, I do think people. Um, Chelsea Handler actually said at the end of the meal, she was like, "Wait a minute!" Cause she she sat down and she ordered an iced tea, and then she goes, "Wait, we could be we could have had a drink." And I was like, "Well, yeah, we could have a drink." She's like, "Well, why didn't you tell me that?" I'm like, "Well, you ordered an iced tea." <laughs> now with, with Chelsea Handler, I've been blessed to have the opportunity to be with her. She likes to put it back on the interviewer. How did you keep her in tune with? No, 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 no. This we're we're not interviewing. We're just having a conversation here because I mean, she she does like to go that direction. She really does. Like, I mean, the eye contact is fierce. Like, yeah. It's just like you're in a tunnel. I was like, oh, my God. I said to her, I go, are we on a date? She's <laughs> like, no, we're not on a date. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Um, she does. She's able to kind of throw it back out. It really felt like a, a great tennis match between the two of us like it was fun good spirited but back and forth so i think i just did, i locked eyes arrow and i didn't like look away <laughs> well see now that's one thing that i've learned over the years of, of sharing conversations is that, that that eye contact is so important because and and it's even being with, with will smith and stuff like that it's it's you know you 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 start the conversation but don't disconnect yes that's so true. So when I, you know, I sit down, I do, you know, I do research, you know, you know, we're having this conversation and then I put it to the side and, and I, I, in my head, I know where I want to go, but I never like to look away because I look away. If yeah. I look down at the card, if I, it breaks the rhythm of the conversation and it doesn't feel sort of natural to the lunch. So it's really important. And contact, I mean, I've, I think I've always been pretty good at eye contact based in uh on my job in the restaurants but that's that's the key that makes people feel safe if you're looking at them in the eyes they feel safe and and it's much more enjoyable i mean you know when someone's like shifty and they're not looking at you yeah, in the eye yeah, you're like yeah hmm. No, what's going on here? Well, that that to me is when you can start using your inflection and things, and, and you know, and kind of kind of rough up the situation in a way of saying, okay, I'm I'm right here. Look at these eyes right here. Look at me in the eyes. Yeah. And through the eyes, Arrow, what happens a lot, too, if someone's start talking about something emotional on, on table for two, you, you know, my eyes get misty. Yes. You know, it's you get sensitive and I or I see their eyes getting sensitive or and you, you know, you react off of that. It really does uh, inform the conversation and the listener 
hears that as well. They understand. And I think um, it's very meaningful. And, and that's why I really do think this is unique. I have to say, Octavia Spencer came in the other day. We did. She's oh. so wonderful. And she was like, wait a minute this is great. Like, how come I never knew about this or how come? And I surprised her with a couple of things that when you pull up a chair and listen, you're going to, it's a hoot and a holler. But, um, I, I, I think that the, the uniqueness of, especially now, because we've been so now used to being on zooms and not being together, the fact that this is in the room together sitting next to somebody where you can you know smell their cologne and see their clothes and you know it's it's that it's that human fundamental uh just connection and i feel like that romance is really a beautiful part of table for two and but it's not just you know and it's conversation arrow but it's not just like silly conversation it's real conversation sometimes Sometimes it gets serious and, you know, so there's always something for something that I don't even know what's going to happen that happens. Do you believe in the philosophy of my, my wife came from the world of rock and, and she said that, you know, I got to go to have dinner with these people all the time because you know what? We all put our pants on the same. And she says, that's how you've got to treat yep. every conversation. We're all the same. 100%. She's right. And I think one of the reasons why, you know, um, I'm good at it, I think, you know, to, and I say that with humility, um, is because I work, you know, I, I've had the good fortune of meeting a lot of very interesting people <laughs> who have been very successful in their lives, from movie stars to presidents. But I also work, you know, uh, with, on the floor in a restaurant where I'm, you know, working with waiters and busboys and those are my people. So I, and I never treated anyone different, you know, whether I was talking to, you know, George Clooney or I was talking to, you know, Alex, my, my man, that my co-manager or, you know, Arturo, my uh, server assistant, it was, it's all, it was all the same. And I think she's right. And that's what, and people feel that they understand that. And, and, that's really important. During the lockdown, I, I needed to be with people badly. So my wife goes, well, the only place that's open is a Home Depot or a grocery store. Do you know that being that for the first time in my life, I got to be with real people. And, and, and I keep going back to that grocery store because I love real people. And it, and it helps me have conversations with other real people. Completely. I understand that. I remember that, too. It was like the isolation was insane. And one of the things I always say, like, um, I'm in New York. And one of the things right now uh, that I love, I grew up in New York, is just when I hit the streets, the yeah. amount of interaction with people that I didn't expect, whether it's the guy in the, you know, the dry cleaner or it's the guy in the bodega or it's, you know, it nourishes my soul. So I understand that. And I feel like in a given day at the the end of the day well this was a great day i had like four things i was going to do and yet you know 25 different interactions happened and it was great do you ever have those moments when you, i mean when you sit down with an andy cohen or even a john bon jovi i mean when when the microphone shut off do you do you kind of excuse yourself and go look at yourself in the mirror and go my god in heaven how the hell did this even happen okay come on man up man up get <laughs> strong again 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the, the funny thing about it is the t- so the when the mic when the show when the lunch ends, a lot of times we'll sit and talk for another 30 45 minutes. Oh, I would keep a mic so going then. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Actually, the t- this table the table for two is so cool this podcast because the mic is on as people enter. So the hello, all the small talk yep. talk like the one with George Clooney, he comes in and he's like Bruce Bozzi and yep. he's screaming, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, and, um, but I do, I don't ever take it for granted that I have the good fortune of sitting with people of that. I'm like, yes, John Bon Jovi. I was like, wow, like I'm sitting with John Bon Jovi. I mean, this guy is a rock star. He, you know, I grew up, we're the same age. This was, it was a big deal for me. And I'm really excited for people to, to hear this uh, lunch because we talk about him. We talk about Dorothea, his wife, what they do for their community in Jersey and Long Island. They do so much. Who he thinks, um, uh, you know, a rock star is today. Um, what what is a rock star? So you really, it, I do. I pinch myself, and I go, "Wow, what I do? I did something right." So what what do you do in those moments when? And you know how kale is. It gets in between your teeth, and that person across from you, you're going, "Oh my god, how do I tell them they've got kale between their teeth?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's tricky. You know, I, I, <laughs> he's like, you always get really bummed if like you had kale on your teeth and the person didn't tell you you know you're like why oh damn um yeah sometimes you know i'll wipe something off someone's face and you know but you know what again it's 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 the manner in which you do it if you do it with you know a gentle sort of like there's nothing embarrassing about it it's appreciated (laughs) but it is a little tricky oh yeah because i'll i'll thank them i'll go man thanks for being my booger buddy because i mean that's what we do down there when we when we go deep uh, swimming and stuff like that you gotta have a booger buddy I've never heard that before. I love it. You do. Because, you know, when you come up from the water and no one tells you that, like, boogers are hanging out of your nose, you're, you're bummed. So you're like, wait. You know, you need something to be like, dude, wipe it. Wipe it fast. A booger buddy. That's a podcast. Booger buddy. Booger buddy with Bruce Blasey. There you That's go. a lot of alliteration. I like that. Dude, you got to come back to this show anytime in the future. The show is always going to be open for you. Oh, man, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, you be brilliant today, okay, sir? Okay, or you too. Have a lovely day.